Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. Sorry for the tardiness. We are here now and ready to go. Sorry, we were watching the volleyball scene from Top Gun and it got away with us. Uh, my name is Todd Ansich and uh, you're watching our weekly paintball show with me. I have uh, Josh Zubizabrikus. Yeah, I used up all my good intros on in the first two attempts, so uh, like and share the show. Two That's attempts. That's all I got. Three attempts. And Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Girls, thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Mission Tuesday is off. We are finished now until May of 2021 for all of you that came out and enjoyed some uh, Tuesday night paintball fun. Thank you very much. And for those of you that are thinking about it, get on board next May. Strap on your imagination, backpack, and get ready. Uh, we'll lock and load and we'll have some good times. I'm going to turn you over to my friend, Gavin. G. Sharma. E. Sharma. E. Sharma. Yeah, thank you so much for referring to me as your friend, Joseph. That well, uh, warms the cockles in my heart. Uh, I'm missing some volleyball action from uh, Top Gun uh, because we were playing playing with the boys. You take but my ladies and away. gentlemen, you are watching Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. Make sure you hit like and share like my friend Josh Zuby Lubricus said. Um, and uh, you know what? It's going to be a good show. We are a little bit late because we were enjoying something else, but... Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a good show, so you can enjoy this right now. Hit like and share. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that back. I'm going to. I'm bringing it back right now. Sexy, bringing sexy back. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And again, as Gavin and everyone said, make sure you hit that like and share button so people know we're live because we are a little bit late tonight. Um, yeah, what do we got in uh, going on here, guys? Uh, paintball media has their director's cut of the history of paintball. It is out now and shipping. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this uh, Cool Kids Club, make sure you head on over to paintball.media and order yourself one now. Mine came in already. That's right. It? I did. I watched it already, the The full thing. The full We're, thing, really? We'll watch wow. it. it. It took a couple of days uh, to get through. It's six hours of paintball history goodness. Uh, so I really appreciate uh, Paintball Media, John Omadea and his team putting that together. Oh, yeah, um, so we all collectively within this room here saw the original streaming version of it. Uh, and it is more gooder. So it jam-packs some more information into there. Uh, it is absolutely a worthwhile uh, purchase for anybody who loves the sport of paintball, who's been in it for a while, or who just wants to learn about the origins of the sport. So um, it is entertainment all six hours, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I, I've been really, really thrilled waiting for it, and I'm, I'm grateful it came in. And, uh, yeah, so I will have to do another rewatch because it's just that damn good. Yeah. Uh, and thanks again for the uh, invite uh, to over to your house. Yep. <laughs> I know you were trying to tempt us with popcorn and everything. Um, did you learn anything new or exciting? Absolutely. Like, so, anything that sticks out? Like, I, w us, when, we watched the first, when we watched the documentary... We all kind of picked out different things that we kind of didn't miss. And I bet you if I would go back and watch even just the, the short version of it, I'd miss stuff. But what did what did you... Uh... So, uh, you know, it's sort of the same stock standard answer we had the first time. Still very, very giddy. Uh, grin air to air in terms of things that I already knew. Uh, and it was just sort of reliving on the on the big screen again. Uh, but yeah, there was jam-packed of information. But not only, it's, it's not just like just information heavy. Um, it is a lot of entertainment too, sort of like, like behind the scenes stuff, seeing some of our friends who are on the screen as well. So, it, you know, it, like, overall, it, it, it's just a magnificent piece of paintball history. And again, I, I'm going to plug this, and I'm not getting any cash for this, but uh, yeah, make sure you pick up a copy yourself. I think there are still some available, uh, so make sure you uh, are part of the Cool Guy Club and uh, um, get that for your collection. And out of the extra three hours that you you saw, 
Um, don't give it away exactly, but how many hours of that constitute behind the bunker? Uh, there was a 90-minute segment in that six hours <laughs> of just us. I may have hit uh, you, know, <laughs> you hit the wrong button. Yeah, I may have hit the wrong button and watching it on YouTube, but um, I'm pretty sure there was at least 90 minutes yeah. of behind the, the bunker. The reason yet. why it was a six-hour show is because they ran out of material and just plopped one of our episodes That's in there. That's right. But I know uh, he's he's been chatting about a part two version of it or a different piece of work regarding history a paintball so I hope uh, John, John holla <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping he releases a little bit more of this throughout the winter which can just sort of drag us into the next season sort of help us along with the itch yeah. as winter goes along we don't get lost we can't hear so you one, at all so Why one of the we hear Joe yeah why okay, Joseph so one Biden. one of the things that I was uh, I was I was thinking as I was watching this again, and then we talked to John when he first uh, was was plugging in before the project so came out, saying. was that um, it would be really great if it was on a streaming platform like a Netflix or a Amazon or Hulu or something like that because to make it make really really accessible to other people who uh, may not be exposed to paintball or may not play the sport. So I think it's that good, and it translates very well to whether you're a paintball enthusiast or you're just curious about the sport. Uh, so I think it was a really great job. And, uh, yeah, like I said, boys, I'm not going to lend it to you. You're going to have to get your own copy. <laughs> uh, but that's definitely, you know, with the holiday season coming up, it's something that if you have a paintball enthusiast in your life, um, this is definitely going to make them smile, you know, if they're opening up under a tree or the Hanukkah candles or the Kwanzaa wreath or whatever, right? So definitely something you want to pick up for yourself uh, and probably gift to somebody else as well. That's not a bad idea. Agreed. And, yeah. and, well, in knowing him, he's probably going to come out with a few. Well, he actually told us that he is going to come out with a few more things here and there. So maybe it comes with more stickers, maybe a bottle opener, yeah, you know, maybe a it. barrel sock or something like that. It'll be kind of neat to see that kind of come out and limited edition yeah, stuff so as we go along. So, okay. Yeah. So, you know what? It's, yeah, like it's uh, the origins of the sport we already saw. And uh, everything in between, uh, all the big celebrity people I grew up watching and reading about in, uh, in magazines. So again, it made me smile. It was, it was wonderful. Uh, and the six hours over the over the weekend, it really really passed really quickly. Ryan McGee said that he binge watch uh, the first night he got it. Good for him. That's a lot of That's copy. That's a lot of watching. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, chats are going pretty quick here. Oh, Richie, uh, Richie Rampage, Richie Santos said happy birthday birthday to Mr. Bud Orr. Absolutely. Yes. I sent him a message earlier uh, today, and so happy birthday, Bud. Hope you're enjoying yourself, yeah. my friend. I sent him a happy birthday well wish from behind the bunker, and he said I would like to have my hour and a half back. <laughs> 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 boy, oh boy, we get great podcast out of him. We had Tom K and Bud Orr on the same show. Um... If you get an opportunity, go over to YouTube. It's the only place you're going to find it and type in Behind the Bunker Bud or Tom K. We had those two guys on the show, and then we had an after show. What happened was we, we, we did an hour podcast. It was great. And then we stopped recording or going live with it and continued to record, and they knew we were recording, and we had, but we, um, we continued to talk to them for almost 45 more minutes. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was some really good podcast. And uh, if you get an opportunity, if you're at all a fan of either of those two guys or paintball in general what a great conversation we, we're all kind of on the edge of our seats for that one for but, sure uh, yeah um, Matt do you acknowledge Bud Orr's birthday today or yeah sure happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not Tom but <laughs> yeah it's not your auto, auto mag or mini mag or whatever you could wish him well at least yeah, yeah. what about you Labricus? 
Uh, or Labriscus. <laughs> I was reading the chat. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Um, guys, World Cup is just around the corner. If you guys are going there, make sure you head over to Ruthless. And uh, I don't know how much longer they're going to offer this, but you can get a home and away jersey for only 99 bucks. Uh, head over there now and uh, let them know we sent you. Put in BTB and maybe that qualifies you for a 15% discount. I'm not sure because that's a separate special, but give it a shot. Why not? Uh, Endless Legends, guys, is happening October 2nd to 4th. Make sure you guys check that out. That is at the OXCC. That has happened this past weekend. And it was awesome. Yes. Oh, missed that one again. Lots of people liked it. See, guys, if you send your poster of your event and you include Behind the Bunker on it, not only do we promote it all the way up to the event, we do it a week after as well. Just to... <laughs> Just to remind people that you had a good time. Anyone can promote the event before it happens. If you missed it, here's a little salt in the wound. <laughs> You're no kidding. Uh, and last but not least, air ups, guys. 20% off right now. Uh, this graphic is actually a couple weeks old, but I'll tell you, if you call up Brent right now and tell him you saw it on Behind the Bunker, I'm sure he'll honor it as well. Um, if you want anything from the air ups catalog, either a new field or, uh, yeah, one of those playing, one of the playing Chouch. sets. Yeah, check it out. Um, that's all I got for in the news today. Maybe we will move over to uh, mail time. And, but uh, first of all, I want to say hello to Stephen, all the way from Australia. What's up, Mr. Couchy? Yeah. Hey, how are you, Steve? See, I was going to pronounce it Couchy, but Couchy probably is If right. I had to guess, I'd say tired. Steve-o! <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we move into uh, mail time? Mail time. Mail time. And before I start my mail time, I see Callista in the uh, chat, and I just wanted to say a very quick congratulations on your new bundle of joy. Uh, glad you can tune in. You're not uh, completely sleep-deprived, sleep uh, but this will definitely put you to sleep. Uh, so let's move into our mail time segment right now. It is mail time. Isn't it Callistia? Callicity, I think you used to, used to call her. Yeah. Yes, yeah. perfect. All right, so we have a little bit of uh, mail that I've reached into my sack and uh, ripped it open. And uh, pulled it out. And what have I pulled out of my sack today? First one comes to us from Ryan McGee. And he says, what, to your recollection, is the single best shot or moment you had in your paintball career on the field? And Gavin? No, oh, and no, Gavin. Kicking hoppers off an entire 10-year-old's birthday party doesn't count. Although that was a highlight. It sure is. I beg to differ. To watch Gavin do that is actually pretty great. All right, gentlemen, let's go around the horn, Matt included. What is your best uh, moment on, and, uh, on, can we on field? Can include the people that are watching in the live chat? If you guys had a stellar moment that you're quite proud of, put it in the chat in the live chat there. We'll try to read some of them tonight as well. Matt, your best single-handed moment of your paintball career. Honestly, I don't have one. Uh, I'm just grateful that I get out, can get out and play when I can. That's a real cop-out, I know, but <laughs> that's usually what happens when you see Matt at the field. You're like, hey, Matt, how's it going? And he goes, I'm out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't even think of one specific one. I, some, my mind keeps wandering around events we've been to that I wasn't playing at, like when we went to like Extravaganza or On attended field. a couple World On Cups. Field. Yeah, so that's a, that's a tough one. We had some good times at Challenge Park. Remember that time? We'll turn in one of those stories. Yeah. When we were all playing at Challenge Park and I had a AGD tactical. Tack one. Tack one. Tack one. And uh, the refs took me off the field and cronied me. Yeah, buddy. Like, what was it? Like a dozen times until I got one ball over and then told me I had to leave. 
because I was cheating apparently. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, at that point we were at the end of our day, anyways. But that was the day we went out there, and no, not the refs were not taking us on in a very efficient day. So we, I, I commandeered the ref and the field, and we did it. No disrespect to that field, but you can't take a group of people to one of your disre- fields. You can disrespect it; it's gone. It's gone now, so <laughs> psh, piss on them. But no, you, as a as a rental, their big game yeah. was awesome. I'm not going to lie to you, but they, we went there to go experience the field. On, a, on an off day, just a regular day as, as, as walk-ons, just because as, as field owners ourselves, we want to kind of see what they do that, that, that's so awesome. And uh, the referee would take you to a field. He would organize teams. He would chronograph everybody, take you out there, explain the rules, separate, play a game, and then march you all back in only to do that yet again. And that's not efficient. So we said to him, well, listen, we're already out here. We already have the teams divided. Let's just play it again backwards. Let's switch sides and do it again. He's like, oh, I guess we could do that. It's like, no, we're going to do that. And that's <laughs> that's what we're going to do. And then, um, yeah, between Joe force, forcing his hand and everyone else kind of pushing, we made it happen. When Joe plays, he calls that an executive decision. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst times of the field, Joe and I went all the way to Sat, uh, uh, SC Village. We lugged our camo, our boots down there, went down to play, and the same thing happened, but we couldn't get on their premier fields. So we had to sneak on with little Johnny's birthday and say we were part of some kid's birthday party to play one of their helicopter fields. And then we're sitting there stewing and stewing in our own pissed offness by the side of the road waiting for our ride to come and the girls got lost. Oh yeah. Remember that? They were an hour and a half later than when they said they were gonna play. And, and that's fine they were late. We could have just tried one more time to play a field but we're, we drove all the way to, or flew all the way to SC Village and Joe and I are all excited we got brand new got brand new case of Marbleizer off the trailer at a local event and the ref said yep you can come with us we're going to go to this field and it might as well just have been a skid field at your local field it was terrible there was mud it was the, there was no props we were just in a bush it was just after they had a flood I remember there was a bunch of <sighs> bramble bushes washed away it was horrible but they're California bramble bushes, so yes, at least there's something. But uh, Josh, help us out here. Good, good day of, of paintball for you. Um, I, I've got two that come to mind. The first day was when I first got my uh, Outcast Sniper to pump out on the field. That very first hit with it was just phenomenal. Peeking out from the corner of the building, you know, pump, bam, watch the paint break. I was like, oh, what a great feeling. You just you watch it in your head in slow motion over and over. And then uh, my second favorite time was when we went to the very first Canadian Carnage. And it was you, uh, Sonny Lopez. Um, it's a bunch of guys Somebody there. else. Barney was there, if memory serves. Barney and uh, no, Mark Pagan. Pagan. No, Canadian Carnage. Yeah, that they was, were there. The were they there? there? That, they was the that was the second one. That was the second one. That was the second one. No, but they were at the first one, no, no, too. No, no, the one that we went that was not at Flag Raiders. Yeah, yeah, they were there. Oh, were they? Yeah, oh. 100%. I know, but yeah. who were we playing with? We spent most of the day with Sonny Lopez and was it Todd Martinez? I don't remember, but the I know four, The four of us walked literally across the field, and then we got pulled off by the... Um, Discipline lords, because there was nobody left on the other team on the field. <laughs> yeah, isn't that horrible when you play a big game? And not that we're awesome players. It's just the team was so overstacked on one side that we just but walked across the was, field. It was that feeling of you get up to a building, you shoot out a couple of people, and you look back, and you're like, I'm going to move up. And it's like, oh, 
I'm already the back person. So then you move up two buildings, and then it was like they moved up beyond that. And it was just, we yeah. literally cleaned the entire field. That's where my fantastic. picture is on my Facebook profile page of me leaning out of a building, shooting with my pump gun, and there's like 10 people behind me trying to do the same thing. Yeah, and we all had... Because <laughs> there was only a couple of opponents to shoot at. <laughs> and we, we were all using the same... We were all using the, um, the brand new resurrection or sniper no, 2 it was, it was the, the sniper that the sniper 2 we're all using and that. we also had the ti no what was the what was the tcr it? tcr thank that was you. the prototype yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was that was a good event and we broke it on the chrono range yeah uh roger weaver says a good day was his pa- this past weekend at sherwood forest i want to know your best day I, um i have i think i remember going back to 1987 um, being at RLD game, it was an RLD big game, and myself and Jason Miller had some of the first two working 68 specials. And we, and then the Terminator, we were playing against the Terminators, and they had some Brass Eagle semi automatics that really weren't working fantastically or at all. But, you know, we, we set up an ambush, sort of an L shaped ambush. On a, on a hill and people walked down the trail into our ambush and we just stood up and we had these 68 specials that worked and we it was pretty fantastic that'd be like going up against Tip and Model 98s and you happen to be the first person with a Planet C, Planet Eclipse CS2 or something oh yeah it was, you know what I mean like crazy you'd just be slapping them from across the field it was pretty it was pretty fantastic and yeah. that was that was good and I can still remember people doing a spin around dance as you as you shot them it was very similar to the first time I went to an away field with Joe, who got upset halfway through the day and went into his car and pulled out this brand new solid block of aluminum. I think it was called um, Die Matrix 4? Oh, my DM4, DM4. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And all I remember is Bill going, just stand back and watch. Yeah. That's where the rest of the case goes away. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was three cases in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I think I can look back and look at a lot of games and a lot of events we've been to where, you know, we've had some good events and we've won or lost competitions and had great away events and stuff like that. But I think my biggest highlight was back when I first started, probably about two years in, we used to have a local guy at our field named Peter, and he was probably one of the hardest people to shoot because he was constantly on the move he was very stealthy and he was probably one of the best people at the time when i started that was going back what 20 years ago 20 years ago and i remember when i played for my first two years i started getting slowly started getting a little better and there was a game where i actually shot him and i came across his flank and shot him nothing big no no you know no bells and whistles just that was the highlight of my my paintball career because it was like i finally come far enough where I shot the best player at the field that I thought at the time yeah, no, out that's... and that made my day and I still remember that day and that's it means nothing to anybody else but it's it's it it that was the highlight of my career unfortunately I I mean we've all had highs we've all went to events and done stuff like that but that's the one I probably remember the most it's like you always remember your first day of paintball so that is where I was going to go with my story in terms of what your best day on the field was it was the absolute first game first day i've ever stepped on a field and played paintball and held my uh pmi tracer <laughs> rental marker 140 round hopper seven ounce tank um and that first shot of the gun um the paint out of the gun and my first hit 
Um, that's, that's what did it for me. And that's why I'm still here today because it's still the exact same feeling that I had that first day. And uh, I hope it never leaves. Is that what it is? Is that what paintball is? Is it is like meth? Trying meth for the first time? You just stuck chasing that same no, high for the for, first yeah, time? Yeah, no, played for, every yeah. time. like crack because I think it's more affordable. <laughs> yes, do you, do sure. you remember our, our first our first paintball field and, and where it sort of goes back to what Todd was talking about hunting Peter because we'd play a Vietnam campaign game, but the the swamp behind the yeah. fishing village and you know it, it takes you back to this this Tipman thing where you wade chest deep through a mosquito infested fog. Yeah. And we weren't chest deep, but we were sure knee deep, almost knee deep waist and it, deep. And then you have to lay down or people are firing wade, at you. Wading yeah. through yeah. the wading through the swamp behind the fishing village, trying to flank all the way around into the POW camp. That was some crazy times and you know, people you know we get a little mud on the field and they wonder or a puddle and they go, oh, are you going to close the field today because it's wet? And it's like, I remember, you have no idea. I remember after that set of games, anytime you're in the creek or swamp area, creek. coming back to the stage, <laughs> yes, the staging area to undo your boots so you can dump out the water. <laughs> but, that, you yeah. know, but then we had jungle boots and they actually... No, that's what I started with the, the Bellevilles, right? So they kept water out, but if they went above the uh, the ankles, then uh, yeah, yeah, they were uh, you're swimming for a bit. Yeah. So when you sponge bathe me, I always tell you to stay above the equator. <laughs> Elliot right. Darno in the live chat says, winning a five-man Woods Ball event in 2000 was his highlight. Um, Callista Fowler says, honestly, I've had uh, so many great days of paintball, but my favorite has got to be case running during D uh, Dominion 2. Totally exhilarating. Um, and Mike Holstrom says, played as superheroes versus villain dressed as Riddler and leading a charge with a question mark cane. That's cool. Um, mud on the field is better than mud on the helmet, says Steve. Nice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta go there? Um, uh, you know what? My mind wasn't Australian in a dirty place, reference. and then Gavin just grabbed it and pulled it right in there. <laughs> I know you've got more questions, and we have a we have a picture question which we'll do next. But before we okay. get to that picture question, um, I want to tell you guys about something. All right, guys, Planet Eclipse, did you know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. And the top fan and late to the chat, Brent Davis is in the in the room. He's and dreaming. And I just want to let you know that AirUps has thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and that makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by the guy in the chat, Brent, and his team. Do you guys recognize the bunkers in that? Not the zombie ones, but the green and white ones? Those are the ones that came to Flag Raiders this year. Just oh. FYI, if you're wondering what where the what, uh, what I like how you say that like we'd all know what the speedball field looks like. <laughs> hey, you were out there this weekend, weren't you? I wasn't looking at the speedball <laughs> field. <laughs> Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, colorways, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil, get Exalt. Available worldwide. Worldwide. From the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff or waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding in the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with this new Stormer. DLX Technology, guys. 
True industry, industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And that's where you want to be. Charles Holton says, uh, CalMag Amateur Open. Oh, wow. Boy, Cal good for you. <laughs> that would have been a good one, huh? Crappy paint, but good tournament, right? It's my favorite. <laughs> there we go. I, know. I was waiting. <laughs> I want to see him hop across the table and punch you. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so this picture comes in from Zane Smith for Mail Time. Um, sorry, Gavin, I didn't have it written for you. No. He wants to know if you guys know what that is. I do. Smart Parts SP1. SP is it one? SP8. Eight. Yeah. It's yeah. an eye on. Essentially, yes. But they. If anyone needs a front end, I have one in a package. So that would be okay. So That's there is two a, bells. You're With right. No, hell, no butt on it. So that is an ion underneath a, a clamshell of, of yeah, goodness. Clamshell. But it's like the die dam is a, a rail. What, would that be doing a disservice, proto, Joe? Rail. Proto rail. A proto rail right, yeah. underneath a clamshell of goodness. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, uh, I have a couple more questions. Yep. You want me to cinch up the sack? No, no, I was saying no, back to you. Time? We answered two questions. Yeah, we, you know, we are yeah, waxing poetic. It's fine. <laughs> but we also started late. So. True. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go through these pretty quickly. Uh, so our good friend William Smith wants to know, what is your most valuable piece of gear in your collection? Ooh. Doesn't have to be monetary value, but... Nostalgic or yeah. even monetary, yeah. I'll start with one, but come back because I would like to think about it. I'm sure Joe's going to be digging deep for this one, too, but... Brand new KP3, never fired. That would be my prize possession, I think. Probably not my most expensive. But come back to me on that. That That's one of them. Josh? I don't know if I should say because you guys know where to live. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't... I don't know. One of my favorites, I think, is the AGD sidearm that I have. Oh, you bastard. I am going to break in your and it, is, it is, as Todd mentioned, brand new, inbox, never fired. And it has the little sh printout page from the three oh, shots that were fired at the, the factory. It's elastic great. onto the grip. You should get that so. laminated because it's going to fade. Because it's just it's, it's pretty faded already, but yeah, maybe I should do or that. Or photocopied. Should do that. That's good take idea. a picture of it. Yeah. Faded like your dreams. Joe? Um, a couple. I've got a brand new autococker flatline in a box that's never even had the reg out of the package. Yeah, would but it's, you got, sell my, it's that? got my fingerprints on it. Though. I would that's sell it. I, I haven't sold it, but it's for sale. If someone wants to buy that, please, I would love to sell it. I also have, <laughs> I also have um, one of 10 that was made um, VF Tacticals. Um, Jeff Orr made them. What was the serial number on it? You know what? I can go home and watch, <laughs> take my garbage out. I don't need this kind of abuse. Um, Jeff Orr made them for he and his buddies for the first Oklahoma D Day, and they're pre production, so none of them have serial numbers. That's pretty badass, though. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Mock me. <laughs> what do you want me to melt it down and make a tin can out of it? That make you feel better? Garvin, is, well can, I, can I predict made yours? Tin, though, yeah, go ahead. Green ANS inline regulator. Oh, I envy you for that. I, got I, I do like that. Mine needs to be rebuilt. It's, so it's the white whale. But uh, no, so all of, I love all of my purchases, but um, what I like best and what's near and dear to me in terms of value is everything that the show has given to us. So the TMC, the, uh, the TIPX, the Z2 loader, 
all the custom BTB gear, oh, yeah. um, I, I hold really, really dear. Yeah. Um, it's not something you can pick up anywhere, right? And so, and and and, and the gift makes it much more uh, enjoyable. Because right? it was so. free. No, <laughs> no, but not, you, I not get that it. Right. So the, I, I get play, it. I, yeah, Some of my, yeah, you're right. Some of the things that I hold cherish in my life are things that are done at, that were customized for me, given yeah. to me that wasn't just simply bought. So yeah, I get that. How um, many shows have we done? Does anyone know? Yeah, 475. Wow. Podcast 355. One of my, one of my uh, white whales, Joe. Uh, while I'm seeing your tank, while you made that cup. No, no, it's okay. Um, we have a MacDev Conquest air tank. Right, oh, yeah. that had a re- adjustable regulator on the front of it, and at the time, that was the cat's ass of air systems. And to this day, we can't get parts for them anymore. No, but that was uh, that was a beautiful, maybe not as beautiful as the air, the Angel Air, but it was a but, beautiful tank, beautiful regulator with an on-off on it, yeah. a little pop. It was beautiful, and when we could get parts, those were great tanks. But uh, one of my other prized possessions is a 5,000 PSI. Oh, evil oh, tank. Evil I have tank. it. Yes. I just need a new reg for but it. But yeah. I got a regular 4568, but I also have an 88 cubic inch. So I used to put that on my pump gun <laughs> when I'd go to big games because I wouldn't need to fill air all day. I could go out. I would run out of paint before I... But it's easier to mooch paint than it is to get air when you're on a big game, right? So, so what I would love to do with my evil tank, because the tank is pristine, is remove the old reg on it and then put a screw-in reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that yeah. is, uh, that'll that be The only piss-off is when you get hydroed, they're going to slather that But I want to be there when label. they do that. Say, no, 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 yeah. not on the E. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And if anybody knows how or if I can get O-rings or parts to rebuild my rig, please. I can rebuild your rig. You can? Yeah. Like your what? Your like PMI rig? No, it was the uh, the, the ANS or the CP rig. I yeah, should that be, was, we yeah. should be able to build it. I should be able to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Matt, what about you? Do you have anything that's... No. I wish I could answer that, but my microphone isn't working. So. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'm going to stay. I, I mean, we all have valuable things. Well, I think that's what I'm going to leave I it at. Yeah. One of the other things that you have that yeah. I, I wish I could still find. Tradesies? Is a Trade. Renegade jersey in Tiger Stripe in my size. In your size, yeah. We've seen lots on Prices Right that have mediums and some larges, but we don't see a lot of extra larges yeah. or extra, extra larges. or Yeah. But having said that, the medium fit like a double XL. Yeah, that's they true. They're like moo-moos. Yeah, they're big. Um, Devon Deuce in the live chat says, Spec Ops uh, Paintball Omnipat version 2 vest. Anything from Spec Ops, if you still have an operating. What about our WGP pod packs? Oh, those, those? Oh, with the built-in, with the built-in dump pouch. Yeah, mine is almost dead. Yeah, but mine's almost ready for a dump pouch. It's yeah. pretty bad. I have oh, from, from Spec Ops, oh, that's thanks true. to Todd, the head wrap. The head wrap sandana version. Yes. I have the matching camo shirt and pants and broadsword tooth vest. But I gave that to you on the show. Yes. <laughs> Look what I have. I, I have a picture of weeks. me wearing it, and I just cut that picture. And Charles Holton the... has a Budor Garage Sniper. Oh. oh. Wow. You know what? That That's a po- question I should post out on social media this week and find out. What is the... What's the What's the one piece of equipment that's either highest value or highest, you know, nostalgic value, nostalgic value, value. or, or yeah. dollar value? So, yeah. he, here's a funny story for you. I went out and played the it better be funny. paintball, not last weekend, 
for the weekend before, and I just grabbed a pair of goggles that were in my shed that were clean. Okay, so I opened up a bag and I pulled the first one out. I get to the field, and Braden uh, Raymond looks at me and goes, "Are you playing in those?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" And he goes, "You know they're like two hundred bucks, right?" I was like, "What are you talking about? That wh- whatever I had, the any of the pl- any of the flex stuff, the fl- yeah, tremendous the, f- the flex stuff." He looks at me, yeah. he's like, "You know, that's two hundred dollars." I'm like, "This is the first time I wore it." Yeah. Here, here it is, guys. If you guys are watching in the live chat, what? answer me Which this. One? In our area, we can't get JT stuff right now. And for some reason, there's a shortage. And for some reason, everybody wants something to do with a JT goggle. They're looking for the older, the better. And they're looking for anything that they can get right now. Is in your area JT stuff highly sought after right now? It's becoming the new Venomware. Because it's come back out, right? Pretty much. Now, Joe talked to Sloviak a couple weeks ago, and there are some new... Things coming new out. Colorways, yes, right? New matching. There's new EVS colorways coming out, and I believe there's some new Spectres coming out, and yeah. the EVS colorways will match jerseys, pants, and packs. Um, our editor, Mike Holstrom, says instead call it piece of equipment you would never part with. That's right. He yeah. should be a producer, Matt. Where Holstrom. were you on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will never part with my AGD Tech one. I never had it's one a of part those. of me. I had a sidearm when they first came out, and I should have kept it, but I sold it. I have something valuable that I really want to part with. It's the Max Loader. <laughs> it's oh. the number one production Max Loader that ever came off the line, and it's never been used. If you are interested in a Max Loader, <laughs> there you go. I just I don't have a need for a backpack loader. Um, you can take it out with your pump gun. And your five thousand, your evil the five thousand psi tank could fight. Yeah, five thousand psi tank. It's forty five hundred would get two thousand shots off. No, sorry, twenty two or twenty four. Two thousand. That's what's in the case. No, but what's what fits in a max loader? Twenty two oh, or twenty four? I think it's just a case. Yeah, that'd be a good. I think it's more than a case. It's I think a that case that's a, good, a little more. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a good trivia question for us one um, day. What were the largest size tanks? Eighty eight. Well, no, no, not one, even one, a ninety. Or is a one hundred four. 102. Wasn't I thought it was a 114, uh, but I can see I, 114. I think I have a 10. I thought I had a 102 tank. Mike Holster, uh, Mike Thompson says I think the Flatline Autococker is still on eBay for five grand. Someone will buy it. You wait. Someone will buy it. And Wolf Critchlow, he says he would never part with his first A5. I remember when he used to come to the field with his A5. I do too. I remember that. And anytime oh, we ever talked to him about what his favorite gun is, he always quoted his A5. And I remember, you know what? I, I think we're gonna rob him of that A5. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I also remember uh, little Wolfie Critchlow when he first started his wolf den with his like Canon point and shoot uh, camera that he used to do videos with. Yeah. So. Remember when he used to come out of the field and he was such a young little little buck? We'd all give him a little shuka shuka on the top of his head and steal his lunch money. <laughs> he used to walk by and we'd <laughs> go, "What's uh, up, relish?" Kidding. And he'd go, <laughs> and he'd keep walking. Yeah, he had a cad pad on. And yeah. yeah. Look at you! Look at you, Wolf! You Pad, come a long way. Pad, Pat, black boots and black knee pads. I black miss vest. the old yeah. Wolf. Black vest. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You changed. Yeah, you've changed, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't had Wolf on the show in a long time. No, I wonder uh, why. Needs to come on. But I was just thinking that. I was just in the <laughs> chat. We we're reminiscing about old Wolf and uh, well, or Wolf young used Wolf. To come out. Wolf used to come out. Wolf used to come out to the, the middle flag raider field. I don't think he was ever at the first one. But he would come out to the the middle, yeah. the middle flag raider field, and, and that's where he on the south on the south side, on the Cambridge side. Yes. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of special guest after the show, remind me to talk to you guys about potential special guest on the show in the next couple Sounds weeks. Sounds good. Um, all right, 
Um, what are we at? We're at. Uh, we could probably do one more question. You know, All at right. this point, do you want me to save oh, the question? Shoot, Joe. Okay. Oh, my vault. Okay. Do you want me to save the questions? We'll come back to it no, next week. No, I, I want to save Joe's vault because we okay. can't do it at the end of the show. Let's sure. Let's save. Let's do Joe's vault at the beginning of the next show. I even it had after, it written in, in the uh, in the That's order. All right, of doing whatever. It. Let's hit up another question. All right. There's a number of them left, so I will not. I'll just go in order, and then we can save the rest. So right, will you um, mark it though? I will. Uh, so Liam Oliver wants to know: Do you think they will ever revive Hyperball for NXL? It's not practical. Josh, I know you're a f you're a fan of the Hyperball, but it's not I, practical. I would like to see it, but it, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Thing is that NXL can travel, right? And they have the same size field that any any field owner has that you can practice at. Same layouts. Yeah, no field owner is gonna go out buy same layout, build it. And yeah. yeah, to set up a speed uh, speedball field out of hyperball tubing, you'd need a tractor. Like you'd need you need heavy equipment. It would. It's almost a permanent install. They should make inflatable hyperball, Brent. <laughs> yes. How do, you get, how do you get the sound though? Yeah, that's Brent's nemesis. <laughs> hyperball <laughs> tubing. Yeah, yeah. But maybe he can make an inflatable hyperball tube. I think for maybe. ten man events, you could probably do it because you're they're not happening often enough. And I think they did try to change the field up a little bit by moving a couple of the the, the tubes. I don't know. I don't think it's a product. I, I don't think, think NXL so. is all airball. Uh, I think um, the Iron City Classic is all that retro throwback stuff. So I don't think you'll see that in the NXL, but I think the ICC definitely is going to continue yeah. to grow in terms of the You're not going to get a full hyperball. field of hyperball used, so it's not practical for a field owner. You're going to have to buy it new because you're going to want different sizes and dimensions. You're right. It's a permanent It's a permanent thing. I would like a 10-foot piece though, of 60-inch It's still made. Piece. Well, That's the, true. The, the tubing, yeah, the piping, right? I need, so, a, yeah. I need a 60 inch, 10 foot here, piece of hyperball tubing. But they're everywhere. We could go I, dig ourselves up. There's literally an entire whole field of them not too far from here. I know where it is. You just have to go in with a credit card. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> 60 inch, 10 foot piece. I want to make a tunnel. I got an idea yeah. for a new field. Nice. So, All right. Yeah. Everybody waiting on your opinion whether you think it's going to happen in the NXO? No. It would be cool, but... I think NXL is its own product, right? It's, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Even 10-man, yeah. the the Iron City Classic and ICPL, it's kind of... it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, I don't know if Liam is looking for the same sort of coverage that the NXL has, but I think if there's demand there, you'll get coverage. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I, I can't see that uh, that being a part of the NXL as, as it is today. And this Monday, I haven't said it once, so I'd like to say it at least once. Chica Estrada. He says, uh, it takes too long to set up. Absolutely. Um, yeah. All right. One more question and then... All right. Well, I'll just go in order. I'm not judging in terms of what they are. So Mason Wells. and this is, Sounds like he's a new, um, um, new player to the game. So not sure what size tank to get for my Cronus. Is there a reason why there are so many tank sizes? So, um, curious about what he should be shooting on his uh, on his uh, Kronos. I think you could, if you put a, a forty-eight three cubic inch steel tank on it, you won't be let down. It'll make your Kronos 
fairly heavy. If it's in your budget, you could probably go to a carbon fiber, you know, 53 or even a 68, but that'll make it a little longer. Try to get a 60, a 53, you'll get all kinds of shots out of it with your Cronus. So, first part of the question for Mason. So, I'm making some assumptions, my friend. How old is Mason? Uh, so, he's shooting a Cronus. So, it is, a, I would say it's a budget marker, but it's still a quality marker. Mm -hmm. So, you don't want to have a, essentially, you want a tank that's more expensive than your gun. So I would agree with Joe with like a 48-3000 uh, tank, which is, it's a steel tank, it's robust. Um, it's going to get you enough shots, I think, for a recreational paintball game in between yeah. games to top up. Yeah. But, okay, we always tell people as well, get yourself a good pair of goggles as your first piece of equipment, because that's going to carry you through your career, no matter what gun, hopper, tank, anything that you have, the goggles are the most important thing. I would almost argue that the tank is the second, like... The Cronus is a great marker, but let's say you think you're going to be in the sport for more than just a season or two. If you buy a, a little more expensive carbon fiber tank, that's going to last you because that tank can go on any gun that you buy. But that's assuming you're going to upgrade from that, though. Yeah, right? I, so, I know. I see your point. Yeah. I just I the wheels falling off my car right now. But I <laughs> good, do. Good, I, yeah. I, I I think that yeah, that's something if, you have to consider, like the steel to high. Like once you've bought in that steel tank, you've bought in it. Purchased. Purchased. Bought. Yeah, what is that? Thank, thank you, Gavin. That's how you do, you do up your shirt with a bottom. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I get, yeah, the tank's a hard one because I had your a. Your tank's a tank. Even if you upgrade your marker, you're still going to be able to play yeah. okay. with the same So tank. the second part of his question uh, for education basis, why is there so many different sizes? I guess why he's asking in terms of what's the difference between the sizes and maybe the. The, the PSI on it, 45 versus 3,000. Or 16 versus 20 ounce? Well, yes. a th if you have a 3,000, if you, sorry, if you have a tank that fills the 3,000 PSI, they're typically a steel tank, therefore they weigh more. But if you want to figure out how many shots you'll get out of it, take the cubic inches and multiply it by about 10. So a 48.3 times, time, 48 times 10 is about 480 shots. That's a reasonable amount. If you have a, a carbon fiber tank, you can use a multiplier about 15. So That's right. Take your cubic inches, yeah. a 68.45. So 68 times 15, I think, is 1,020 or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's how approximately with a basic consistent gun you'll get out of it. Not with a Tipman 98. Not, not or with something. a Cronus. You're not yeah. going to get 15. But, but still, that, would be close that's the multiplier. So that, that's more paint than you're going to carry on a vest. So, exactly. So larger the yeah. tank, the more shots. And if yeah. it's 45, it's more shots than 3,000. And essentially, Mason, to let you know, obviously steel is heavier than, or aluminum, whatever, is a little heavier than carbon fiber. So if you want a lighter setup, carbon fiber, but that's more, uh, more money. Yeah. Um, and to answer his question, the reason why they come in larger sizes, if you play a format like speedball, if you're a back player, you end up shooting a lot more paint. You need more air to actually shoot it. Or, or big games, pod. right? You want to be on the Or a big longer. game. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you see larger adults, they might want to spend a little bit more time on the field if they can, so they get a bigger tank. Yeah. That's, I that's picture if you played speedball, I picture you more of a Dorito, front Dorito guy. I I can see him eating Doritos. <laughs> I, I hate Doritos. I What's that noise? Hate Doritos. <laughs> Doritos are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Devin Schwartz in the, oh, yeah, in the live chat says it's botnit. Uh, by the way, Devin, <laughs> this is a, this is just to you. Um, I have not sent you out your your patch, um, and I'll tell you why. I've been looking everywhere for them. I know I have at least one or two left of patches. As soon as I find them, I'll send it to you. And I'm hoping to do that 
And if I can't if I can't find one, I'll I'll rip one off of my knapsack and give you my last patch. But I know I have some somewhere. I so. have some behind the bunker patches. Somewhere. Do you? I need one to send to Devin Schwartz. He lost his on the field because he was irresponsible, Devin Schwartz. But I'll get you one. I'll send you one out this week, hopefully in the next day or two. So I apologize for that. And I just want to say, Brick Top's in the house. I'm igno- <laughs> I'm not acknowledging him. He's late. <laughs> We all have watches, Bricktop. We and all said, have cell phones here, my He's friend. on island time. It's all right. <laughs> and I said, that's what she said. Yeah. Oh, no. <sighs> all right. Oh, I'm going to cinch out my sack because oh, yes. we're running out of time, and I know there's some other stuff we want to get to. So uh, if you didn't hear your questions, stay tuned, my friends. It'll be here next week. And if there's some more things that you would like us to address here or botnet, uh, send it to <laughs> showbehindthebucket.com or post on any of our social media, and we'll certainly get to it next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a bunch of stuff to get to, but I don't want to play the vault. We'll do that next week. And um, I think the other stuff is not time sensitive. We could probably leave it. I'm thinking we're probably just going to finish her off here. Yeah, brick talk as we leave. <laughs> okay, we got to shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't we have to give him a shout out, though? For what? Brick talks in the house. In the house. <laughs> Good for him. If you guys, uh, yeah, if you guys don't know, check him out on uh, on their the YouTube Command channel. Bros, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Um, we may not see you next week. That is a possibility. Yes. Okay. Well, the invitation is open, although the door may be locked. You are deaf. Well, okay. we, we may see you next week for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, thank yeah. you for being on the show tonight. Yes, thank you, and thank you to everyone who uh, watched. Liked and shared, that's very important. I know you hear it on every channel, but yes, it does matter. And do not forget to help control your local airsoft population. Have your locals airsofters spayed or neutered. Do people need to smash anything? No smashing required. Just like a gentle click. You know, ding a bell, click a thumb up, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to Behind the Bunker. Mission Tuesdays are finished for a season. We'll see everybody next fall. But we have coming up in conjunction with Bingham and Screen Park. They have taken the Republic of Pretendistan and transformed it in a two and a half kilometer haunted walk. It's Friday nights and Saturday nights. And we will start up the last stand zombie shoot. It will be happening this Friday night this and Saturday night from 730 till about quarter to 11. So if you want to have a date night, um, come out and have your people, person, shoot zombies. Or pretend nothing, you're on a date night. Nothing shoots back at them. And then you could do the haunted walk at Bingham's. But we're going to have that at Flaggers. And if you want to just play some recreational paintball, Saturday or Sunday, we will be open both days from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. for lots of pew pew. Very good. Carbon Sharma. Hey, great to be here again, folks. And we sincerely appreciate everybody tuning in this evening and hitting that like and share button. Uh, yeah, it's nice to interact with everybody in the chat. And uh, thank you so much for, for tuning in. And lastly, on the way out, just want to say happy birthday one more time to uh, my good friend, Bud O'Or. Yeah, yeah. And thank you to Team Shell, uh, Team Shell Shocked, who shared uh, our oh, post from. Oh, Shell? No, Team Shell Shocked. They, sh- they shared our, uh, our uh, video tonight. So thank you very much. And guys, make sure you hit that like and share button on the way out, uh, just so people know that we were live here tonight on Monday night. If you have anyone that's interested in the sport of paintball, maybe they'd find this entertaining. So thank you guys so much for checking us out. And if you only um, have an opportunity to sit in for a little while, make sure you check out our full podcast. This whole show gets put up as a podcast, and you can find it on Podomatic iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. 
Uh, Chica Estrada says, giggity, giggity, great show, guys. So with that, farewell, guys. We'll see you next week.